0: Hello and welcome to the tell it like it is the kingdom way program on monday i just want to i'm so glad that you guys allowed us to come into your home come into your space to be able to provoke you on how it is that you think about god his word and the kingdom of god i want you to invite your friends your enemies your family i want you to invite give all those people an invitation or push share button and because what we're going to talk about today more than likely what apostle cal is going to talk about today and then i'm going to join in and 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 mess with him but at any rate what we're going to talk about today is life-changing he is not ministering to you he's imparting so without any further uh uh, introduction i want to introduce i mean have my brother come on come on come on come on come on in
1: well praise the lord amen yes so you get my head in that area. There,
0: there you go. There oh, I, you go.
1: I praise God, everybody. Uh, I hope you're doing well. Praise God. Challenging days, but it's good to be here. It's so good. what are
0: we going to talk about today? Uh,
1: I want to I, I want to um, get back into the significance. We talked about the framework of if the, if the framework isn't uh, let me just read it this way out of Ephesians. I think it's the best way I can read it, rather than to try to explain it. Praise God. Uh, I'm um, I'm being challenged uh, in every area of my life. Uh, you, we were talking about something the other day about clutter, and boy, I took it personally. <laughs> <laughs> I even
0: okay. Let me let me tell y'all this. i just I just got busting. Okay, here it is. I was on a Zoom and I was talking about a clutter of mind. You know that my doctorate, I'm Doctor. Oh, I forgot to introduce myself. I'm Doctor. Apostle Baker J. Baker, who is a doctor in psychology. Okay. So naturally, I talk about these things. And so I was talking about a cluttered mind and I was talking about clutter and how you couldn't think and how you couldn't do these things. And so he took it on and then he called me and told me what he was going through, that it was my fault. You see, that's the way relatives do you. That's the way baby brothers do you. So I just wanted to let you know that it's not my fault. But at any rate, he blames me. So go ahead, Apostle.
1: I will. Thank you for, you know, defending yourself. The way that she did Amen. so no anyway.
0: I gave the story so I wouldn't have to defend myself
1: <laughs> well at any rate i i'm I'm in the process of what we call uncluttering my life you know I'm 74 years old I probably have less life to live than the life I've already lived stop let me finish this my story and so uh I don't have another 75 years to live I don't believe that Okay, and I don't even want to be dried up bone sitting up in a chair or dried up and looking dead at 100, whatever it is. But uh, I decided that in these last years, because uh, the definition of clutter was that if you have clutter in your life or anywhere around you, then the thing God wants to get to you won't have room because of all the other things you have there that are cluttered. And I got offended. I said, oh, my God, why did she? I was doing good in my little cluttered little self. And then she brought that up. And so. I, and while I was uncluttering, I hurt my back is what I'm saying. That's what I blamed on her. So you get the story straight. Anyway, I'm in the process of healing right now. So it's okay. But anyway, let me get to this verse of scripture. And it's good because I wanted, I've been looking for that. I want to have nothing in the way that would impede God and all that he has for me to have entrance into my 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 realm um, or my life Uh, and there are things uh, apostle Cal is not nowhere where god wants him to be in totality i'm on my way there but it could be it could be just a little thing like clutter that could prevent the full expression of god's blessing on your life and so i i went after it i'm still going after it i'm going to keep going after it until everything I see that I can't see, through. if I can't see through the room, there's too much in the room. If I can't see through my mind, I mean, it's too much in there. There's not, whatever it is, I'm uncluttering it. Amen. And I think that's, I, I love Dr. Baker for that because uh, everybody else was giving their definition. But when she gave her, I said, Lord, don't you dare do that when I'm trying to do this meeting. See, and anyway, moving on. Here we go. So here we are today in Ephesians. I believe the Lord is repositioning the body of Christ. And a lot of us, uh, it's like when I went, I got hit by a car and my neck got snapped. And the doctor says, well, we got we to do surgery. I said, I don't, I've already had three surgeries on my neck. I don't want any more surgeries on my neck. He said, well, we, Mr. Cook, you're being stubborn. I said, I'm not being stubborn. I'm being cautious. I don't want to So I went to a chiropractor. And this brother, this is what I love about God. He was speaking in tongues. He said, Cal, sit down in the chair. And he put his hand on my neck. He said, you want go up and down. He said, here's what you need. I'm not going to crack your neck. I'm, not, I'm going to relax your muscles so your bones can stop being pulled on. He said, what happened when you got hit? Your muscles tighten up to protect your skeleton. And they won't let go. And now they're swelling because they weren't supposed to be that tight. He so Said, what I'm going to do is I'm going to loosen them. And when I loosen the, your, your, your muscles, your neck is going to straighten out. And I said, oh, Lord, here we go with this theory. And that brother got to doing stuff in my neck. It hurt so bad. It made me, made me laugh. And when he finished, I never had the surgery. Sometimes uh, God has to straighten stuff out. And the reason I mentioned the neck, because that's what turns the head. You can't even find out what God is doing if you can't move, if you don't have the freedom of looking outside of your your normal way of doing things or your normal way of seeing things or your your denominational way of believing. You know, I had a man from India here yesterday. That brother brought the kingdom of God so powerful up in our house. He, He was saying, he said, there's a lot of people that want to, want God to come into their realm rather than come and learn how to live in his realm. And that's why we're talking about the Holy of Holies. And, uh, and today I want, I, let me just get into this here real quick. Uh, it's important that we be able, we be flexible with God and not be so rigid and that well, oh no, I don't want to hear anything about the kingdom. And I've already, we got that. No, you haven't got anywhere because we're not together until we're jointly fitted. Nobody is being successful. I have a lot of people think they're successful. But if the body of Christ is not functioning as one, we're not successful. You may have your part and you may have doctorates about your part. You may have PhDs about your part. But if your part don't fit with the other parts, then your part is—it has no value if it's not connected, jointly assembled to the body of Christ. And we got a lot of that going on. Now, let me read this to you. Lord, have mercy. Uh, here it is. I've been trying to read. It says, you are built upon. Listen to this. He's talking about the body of Christ. You are built upon the foundation. This is where we get in trouble here of apostles and prophets in Jesus Christ being the chief cornerstone. Now, watch this in whom all the building fitly framed together unto a holy temple of God. Fitly framed, whom you also are built together, not separately but together uh, for a habitation of God through the spirit. Now to get the instructions about this building, you have to abide. So the final destination for you and I is not going to the conference. It's abiding in the holies of holies. That's why I showed that framework. If Joe has it, maybe he can put it back up from last week, week before last. I forgot, We've we've been rolling here but there is a there is a a positioning that you must be in oh that's the holy of holy picture that's good you can leave that one there but the picture before showed the framework of the tabernacle it didn't show the framework of the outer court that will not there it is right there that's where you see the five-fold ministry standing in front with the crowns on their head and standing on brass stanchions which means They stand in judgment of the growth and development for the measurement of the saints as they come into Christ. There has to be someone that's measuring you. Not judging you, but measuring you.
0: The Uh, The ministry
1: of the apostle is to measure you. It's to measure your growth. It's to make sure you don't look like Frankenstein, but you look like Christ. Because they're measuring you to see if you're coming to full stature. Are based on the knowledge of the Son of God that you look like a picture of of Him and not some man and not some bishop and not some apostle or not some pope or some other human creature in the earth. You look like something that was created rather than the one who created, and you are born to be in His image. He said, "Thou shall not bear." any other image, if you do bear an image that's not mine, I will visit the curse upon the third and fourth generation of your children, do you understand what happens when we start bearing these images, and false images that God did not give, so he sent men, five of them, and women together to become a governmental authority in the earth realm, particularly among his own people. You can't govern the world until the church is governed correctly. We're waiting. We, we still, I did, I just voted. I, I sent my, I took my ballot, my, I voted everything, but you know what? I'm not depending on any of those men to bring me nowhere. I'm not depending on any of those women to bring me in. My dependency is where I abide and I abide under the shadow of the almighty God. That's what I'm trying to get you to. So the final destination, the final destination is the Holy of Holies. All these structures out here, all these gold boards together, all these silver stances is redemption and the deity of God covering the humanity of man. Man's humanity must be covered. It cannot be exposed when you come into the presence of God because flesh and blood cannot have an inheritance in the presence of the Lord. No, no, no. The last time you see the Lord dealing with man in the flesh is when Jesus came in the flesh to deal with man. But when you come back into Christ there's no acceptance or allowance for the flesh. it has no inheritance. We got a lot of flesh in the body of Christ what we call the body of Christ. And so when we're going into the veil, it's it's our final destination. Jesus opened this realm and prepared a place for us in it. He says, I go to prepare a place. I don't know if we have that straight yet we're still waiting thinking that we're going to go uh, uh, to heaven. But no, he went to heaven so he could prepare a place for you on earth. That's what you need to get. I wish I could slap you upside your head and just make you get it, but that's not going to get it because it's so simple to me. He said, I must leave you. I got to go to prepare. If I don't sit down and get coronated as king of kings and I don't sit down as the man Jesus Christ in the throne of God, You won't have a place prepared for you. But now that I have sat down, watch what he did. He sets us together with him in Ephesians chapter two. He said, I set you together with me in my new place that I prepared for you. And now that you found your place in me, you'll find your dominion in the earth. Until you find your place in me, until you abide in me and move and have your being in me, You will never see the government do right. You'll never see this thing overturned. You'll never see earth right because you're waiting on man to overturn everything. When I set you into the earth to represent God through the government of God and through the spirit of almighty God, he will make everything the way it's supposed to be. We still think we got all this power and juice and can't blow the fuzz off a peach and we go we boast about all the power we have in the church and all that and the only thing we're doing is have little bless me club meetings inside the building and not impacting what's going on now god challenged me i was in so much pain and normally when i'm in pain i take a challenge so i went on the streets to preach to the homeless to the to the sinners i'd been staying home i said i'm not gonna go out i got a I got a valid excuse not to go my back's all messed up so god said go on go, go out on the street <laughs> So I got in my car and I went out there and the brother from India was just preaching up a storm. And he's never been in San Jose before in his life. He's out there preaching, speaking to Indians in, in their own language. They, they got you talking about get convicted when somebody from India is speaking to them. Boy, I mean, and, and and so when I got out there, I I listened, I said, My God, I think I'm gonna grab that mic and I think I'm gonna preach a little bit. So I got the mic and I began to preach. And I gave the mic back and got all stirred up. And I saw a man across the street, demonically demonized. And God gave me a heart for him. I said, I said, hey, get over here. He looked at me and he was, you know, doing all that and this and that, throwing me this thing all crazy. And I said, I burned this thing up. Boy, I began to speak to that devil. And I said, come across this street right now. In the name of, he come running towards me. He come running. I got on video. He come running to him. I said, "Come over here and get this." And he came and I opened up my arm, and he fell in my arm and fell in love with me and got delivered. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. And when the team saw that, they they didn't know what to do. They saw the power of God in action. When you love, see, when you love the people like God loves the people, you have a right to set the people free. If you love your wife the way you say you do, then you'll have the wife you say you love. It, Whatever it is, if you're abiding in love, if you're abiding in the secret place, if you're abiding, when you come out, you ought to have some power. You ought to have something that gives evidence and credence to the fact you've been with God and that you, you represent him.
0: You said something. You said if you love the people the way you say you love the people. What did you say?
1: Yeah, yeah, because if we love the people, we'd be out there with them. We'd be out there with them, letting them know about the good. We wouldn't be sitting up in church trying to, oh, uh, we go by homeless people so we can be to church on time. When your mission was the homeless people, not going to church. I'm not saying miss church, but you can stop for a minute and help somebody with a flat tire. or You can help somebody with something. Be in church a couple of minutes anyway. Oh, I, know, I know why you're hearing because worship don't last for 20 minutes. You want to get some kind of worship in.
0: Is it is it about isn't isn't that building isn't that church building supposed to make people comfortable isn't that why we have all these plush chairs and all of these things so that that, that's what happened to us so that the temperature can be right so that you can be like the frog you just boiling and you don't even know that you're being cooked you don't even know that you're being destroyed. And this well, is what is happening every Sunday, it's Saturday night, Friday night, whether people are hopping up and down or whatever it is. It's all about that place called comfort. It's not just in this nation, but it's in all of them. Isn't this what's happening?
1: We, we don't find that church in the Bible you're talking about. The church in the Bible was a vibration of the the animation of the spirit of God and the people were out in the culture, setting the culture free. Amen. Whether they be imprisoned or not, the culture of the kingdom was being released,
0: and that was because—I'll uh, correct me if I'm wrong—isn't that because the church was moving from that church age? They became the church so that the church could move into the kingdom. Isn't it? Yeah, well, yeah,
1: well, there's a transition.
0: In the kingdom.
1: Well, people don't want to leave the church age because they become prosperous in that place. They got the buildings, they got the proof text, they got this and that. But that wasn't what God's intentions were for you to build a church and house the people in there and make them uh, spiritual midgets. That's not what he told. He told us in uh, Leviticus chapter 21, if the people don't grow and they're dwarfs, they cannot be part of the priesthood. If they have a hump on their back, which means they can't carry a burden, they can't be in the priesthood. If they're lame in their hands, when they can't put their hands through the work of the Lord, then they can't be and if they're lame in their foot. In other words, they never find their pathway to the street where the, the people need them, then you couldn't be in the priesthood. And if you had a blemish in your eye, which means you couldn't see the mission, you couldn't be. So there's a lot of people that the church system has created that have been disqualified from the mission, and, and it, tell, it tells us, and oh, there it is, there it is. Uh, Joel chapter 1, verse 11. It says, oh, how you husbandmen and you vine dressers? before Because the harvest has died in the field. In other words, you never got to your assignment. <laughs> you got a beautiful church. You got beautiful people. You got the dippity do in your hair. You got the latest cars and styles and different ministry uh, dynamics. You got your coffee shop. You got the croissants. You got all that's all there. And if you if you really don't have to go home, because we got a pool table here, and if you want to shoot a jump shot, we have a gym. Whatever it is you want to do, we make we want you to be comfortable and feel. But the problem with it is they haven't they haven't uh, dealt with the culture that's fallen and is needing a, a a savior because they made the people so comfortable they don't want to put their hands to anything. they're, they're entitled now. They're entitled. They have the spirit of entitlement. But God never had a church like that. We created that church. The church He had was was activated in colonization. They were moving. They were under apostolic flow. They were touching. They were touching the culture. They were casting out devils, uh, even though they weren't felt well. They may, but they still willing to sacrifice their own lives to see somebody get set free. See, we don't have that today. But God is bringing that back. God's bringing that dynamic back, but it it can only come back. Now you see that structure, it had to be in order before it could be covered. The next thing, after order comes proper covering. Now two of the coverings were curtains, but two of the coverings were just coverings, not curtains. And there's no dimensions on the uh, coverings, but there are dimensions on the curtains. And so, but they represent that. When everything's in order, I'll cover you. Now, you better hear what I'm saying. N- nothing can be out of order with God. God is a God of order. And so you have to be standing where God ordered. You can't be talking about where your mama told you to go to church. You have to be standing where God orders you. You can't be following your girlfriend around. She's sleeping with a boyfriend one minute, and the next minute she's telling you where to God, go to God. church. You cannot God what well, they're having sex i'm asleep, too after they have sex yeah that
0: afterwards <laughs> afterwards
1: They're working hard let me go on that so, but anyway when things are in order god covers that's why by the first time we went to india we spent eight weeks seeking god eight maybe longer seeking god for every detail do you know every dime was to the t Every dime, I come up every dime, even emergency money was to the T because God told us what to do. But we had to take time to find out. He told us the danger. They just killed the man and his two sons, the The, the Australian gentleman, just burned them alive. We went to the same area. We had to be detailed. And they did chase us, but they didn't burn this brother. Glory to God. Amen. I went there, but I didn't get burnt up. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you and tell you, but because we had gotten the order of the Lord, He covered our journey. When we get the order of the Lord, our prayer life changes from begging and pleading, oh God, to covering and provision, to covering, because He was covering their head with the kind of glory. Their shoes didn't wear out, their clothes didn't get old. Nobody was feeble or sick. Why? Because the covering was there. The moment they got out of order, People begin to die. Things begin to, same thing happened in the garden. And so now go to the Holy of Holies for a minute, Joe, that next one. This is the final destination. This is it. Now you see the same boards covered with gold, humanity, wood. You see the five-fold ministry, those poles, supporting now, not standing in front, not standing over, but standing alongside. In support and the in the in in the in the in the polls are those 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 uh support polls are supported by rings. Rings mean there is a relationship with God and the people. It's just not the man related to the church, it's the man through Christ really the man don't own those people, the man don't own the church building, the man the man don't own anything because he's in the kingdom. See, so we can tell there's a fight between the church and the kingdom because men want to still own. They own everything. But in the kingdom of God, you don't own anything. You go, They're not your people. One guy says, well, uh, I don't know if I want my people. They're not your people. You don't get to decide about somebody else's people. They're not your people. They're not my people. And he said the earth is mine. Come on. The, the foreigners thereof and the people that dwell there. You don't own anybody. So, but when you come into this place, you got one thing in on, on your mind and that's the king. Now I want to show something, with, share something with you. Inside that chest there is called the Ark of the Covenant. The, the the thing on the thing on top, that's the mercy seat, but I'm not, this is the seventh piece of furniture. It's called uh, inside of it. It's it's gold on the outside. Now, watch this. It's gold on the outside. It's wood on the inside. And there's gold. In other words, wood is trapped in the middle of gold. Gold on the outside, wood, and then gold. What, What is God saying? This is the place where I change your inside to be like the outside. In other words, you're no longer covered with the deity of God, which is the anointing. Now, you are what you're covered with. You become that the moment you change in your soulish realm, you are in the process of transformation. See, let me share with you how far away we are from that. Because just watch when somebody gets offended, how they come back to the soulless realm to defend themselves. Watch the church. Watch YouTube. Watch the news. I'm not talking about secular news. I'm talking about Christian news, charismatic, uh, charisma or the uh, christian whatever these magazines which i stopped reading uh because they were regurgitating the fail- failure of man and they don't know how to cover their brother's nakedness and so I, I had to let them go but uh everything in that chest was against you so jesus took it in himself and nailed it to the tree so there's no handwriting of any ordinance against you are you listening to that And this is the place where you become like him. You don't become like him in the church age. You can't be transformed singing in a choir. You're not going to be transformed preaching from the pulpit. You're not going to be transformed going all over the world for Jesus. The only place where change can take place is in the Holy of Holies. And that box is a symbol to us. It, It speaks to us that inside of us, is he's working in us to willing to do. What? To willing to do of his good pleasure, with that we would be like him and the son. Father, I pray that they be one, one like what? Father is one. Him, Father, Father eats off of me, I eat off the Father. Come on, now I got you in the vine, and I want you to learn how to eat off of my life and partake of my life. And I'm in you, so I can swallow up your life like I swallowed up death so the only life left would be the life of god see if god don't swallow up our old man then our old man will still have try to have a right to express himself and you see a lot of ministers in there trying to take up justice and civil rights oh we're going to stand up for my people but she won't stand up for jesus but you'll stand up for people that can be set free if you stand up for jesus but you think that you're getting a badge and a Martin Luther King award for standing up for people when you're, you, God never calls you to do that. He told you to stand up for the life of Christ. That's in you.
0: My God, my God. And we have what? 30 seconds. We have, la- we have a very my short. We've
1: got people standing for everything, but the right thing is what I'm trying to get you to say.
0: And we're going to continue this next week. We're uh, we're going to be back and he's going to stay in this same mode. I'm going to I'm going to ask God to freeze him in the same mode so that he could come back and finish this. Mm. But something quick that the Lord uh, told me when I was when he first did, he says, you were the strainer to the sewer. This was many, many years ago. You were the strainer to the sewer. And as I wash you, you're going to be, uh, uh, I'm going to wash you and you're going to be like gold. And you just explained that to me. I never had an understanding of that until right now. And I want to thank you for it. I want you guys to join us again next week when we're here with my brother, my baby brother. (laughs) <laughs> My only brother, he was going to say that, but, but he, I caught it before he could. Apostle Calvin Cook, when we're going to continue telling it like it is the kingdom way and please let me know how much we appreciate what it is that god is doing in and through him this is truly the kingdom of god coming to you so we love you and we will see you next week when we're here to tell it like it is the kingdom way wave back to the people wave back to the people okay thank thank you you. okay